Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to you, Hamish. Hello, sir. And ahoy. Ahoy. And ahoy to you, Jacko. Ahoy, sir. And ahoy to June, who is in Spain at the moment. Cool. Mm. Ahoy, Hamish and Andy. Happy birthday, Andy. Um, This is June calling. I'm currently watching the sunrise in the south of Spain in this little town called Estepona. I'm watching um, in the distance the coastline of Africa. And, uh, yeah, just... uh, Hanging out, really? Great day. Great day. Probably making her way to catch up with James Blunt, I'd imagine. In <laughs> she's uh, in the zone. She's in Ibiza. She's in the Balearic <laughs> zone. <laughs> she's probably a little more south. Then, yes. uh, so she'd have to get a wriggle on if she wanted to get to Blunt's <laughs> yeah. hotel-themed house by lunch. <laughs> but I believe her. It just occurred to me listening to that. You're like. People could just start doing anything. <laughs> Morning, boys, just on the, on the moon, watching the sunrise <laughs> at Machu, Machu Picchu here, um, me and a hundred people in silence listening to the podcast. No, you we, really could get away with anything. No, we do check the IP addresses of all the uploads. That's why that's important, and that it's on a, a web-based system. You can tell from her voice mm. that she was it, there. that was for real. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I mean, if we had the WhatsApp system, it'd be easy to upload the photo as well. Just one more click. <laughs> Uh, but instead, the but rigmarole... WhatsApp, doesn't, doesn't, as head of admin, you have to add everyone. People can't just WhatsApp you. If we gave out the, the number, that's how they would add us to their contacts and then boom, we're up. There we go. Okay. Um, hey, oh, can I... Too easy. But still too We're hard. not going to give out our show number. Hey, just give, get a phone that has a, no, that's a number. You can do it. No, you just have it. We've got a show phone. We've got a show phone. I think the easiest way for this not to be done is to put Hamish in charge of it. You know what? I actually think the WhatsApp doesn't work because on the breakfast show that I work on, we try to do a WhatsApp group. Give him a plug. And it's uh, the Christian O'Connell breakfast show on yeah. Gold in yeah. Melbourne. Uh, it caps it off at 250-something People. members. Ah. So, I mean, we could do it, but it would be the first 250 to get onto the WhatsApp and then we couldn't I mean, have any more. It did sort of sound for years and years, though, for yes. people telling us what they're up to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I think... I, I mean, I dare say we haven't had 256 applicants through the current very difficult system very simple. crawling through barbed wire, getting straight have. with machine gun fire, what? get your way through the minefield, <laughs> then put your thumb drive in. Uh, I'm, speaking of minefields... <laughs> speaking of minefields, uh, I know everyone fish. is tuning in today mm. Mm. to figure out which what? model have we picked for Chicken Fest? Yes. How are we going to pick Australia's favourite and best one-off oh, chicken, chicken shop? shop? And how are we going to celebrate it? And how are we going to celebrate them? I know it's, it's, Can- it, would, you, would you reckon it's fair to say that the, the motive behind what we wanted to do mm. was getting lost in the mm. rigmarole of the event? And that's where we got to last week when you revealed to me some numbers which did not please thine eye. No. Too many zeros, too many commas, too much red ink on those numbers. Um, A quick refresher if you haven't listened to the last episode of the podcast, you know, if it's been a week. Yeah. It was climbing up. There was 100,000. Before didn't, food. Didn't include chickens. Didn't, it was an absolute mess. Didn't include flights to anyone to come didn't in. Didn't include uh, herb security <laughs> and just all the basics that we would have to provide. So yeah. it was spiralling. Yeah. We gave Google a week to respond. They are playing hardball because that's what monopolies can do. They, and they haven't responded. Well, can I, can I say this? And this is an unwarranted plug, but Vodafone did reach out. Yeah. 
and said we'd like to sponsor it. Now, thanks, Vodafone, but I feel like where we got to, yeah. um, and there was a brewery that reached out and said we'll put the event sure. on at our brewery. People were keen. I'm not saying people weren't keen. What but I'm saying is... I think, though, the essence of it was, and this is what we talked about during the week, Ham, when um, we both connected to the Bluetooth in our cars and yeah. called each other as we drove home from this very podcast. I mean, we had the option of uploading an audio file to email <laughs> and sending it to each other, but we found a simpler way. That's <laughs> true. We... The, there shouldn't be a winner. Well, we realised, isn't at the heart of this, isn't there a glaring problem that is almost unsolvable in the time frame and the man hours we've got, which is we cannot get to every store. No. Now, we were... I liked our system of going off people's entries yes. uh, because we trust the people to be but the there's judges. there's so many but great entries. There's so much How are we going to choose just one chicken store? And so that is why mm. we have chosen to go with the global phenomenon, mm. synced up, black tie event for the first time ever on one specific night across Australia and the world, yep. we encourage the <laughs> listeners of the Hamish and Eddie podcast to back themselves, to back their nomination, to go to the store they have nominated. Mm. Obviously, this just works for the present stores, the the in-memoriam stores. We, we'll, we'll figure out a tribute to you guys. Yep. Go to the store that you think is the greatest one-off chicken shop in Australia or the world. Mm. Wear your black tie. Yep. Take a date. Ladies in ball gown wear. Or black ties too. Mm. Do whatever you want. But very fancy. Oscars yep. dress code. Oscars dress code. Two. Go to your chicken shop. And if you go there and and film it, tag us, and we make a global social movement, every chicken shop that gets visited mm. will receive the whole lot of chickens award yeah. for being as one of Australia's greatest chicken stores. They'll become we'll, a winner. We'll, we'll send out we'll send awards. Out a trophy. We'll send out individual awards. You have won a whole lot the, of chickens. Uh, golden chicken yep. for being uh, of an elite level at as a one-off chicken shop. Now that seems like a much more democratic way to do it. You and I will pick one. Yeah, we will, and we'll go to one. Uh, we'll pick one of the. We uh, are but two men. We cannot travel to every store. Okay. The it'll be on the twenty-first of October. Monday, the twenty-first of October is Chicken Fest Write night. Write that down, everyone. Twenty-first to the tenth, or it might be in the morning if you're overseas. Yeah, it could be. I so mean, we're going to go for Eastern... 7, 7.30 Eastern Daylight Savings Time, Australian time. Yep. That's when it will kick off for us. We'll arrive at our store, Black Tie. Black Tie. Yes. Of course. Uh, and we'll obviously get excited around whatever deal's happening at that, that particular store. The offer stands too that if you're at the store we go to, we think it's actually fairer to not mention the store we're going to. Mm. Keep your selection on us. Go to the store you want to go to. Show them the support and the love. Yep. At whatever store we go to, chickens will be on the house and <laughs> chips. I'm not trying not to Not the house, it'll be on us. <laughs> you just offered it. <laughs> well, now it's on us. But for a second there, we were trying to, in the excitement of us visiting, I was trying to at least squeeze one free chicken out of it for the show. But we've lost that now and now it will be on us. <laughs> we'll put down a bar tab for, for them. If we must. <laughs> I think it would be a nice gesture for the shop to put them on the house. <laughs> but we'll they've, see. They've all got sentries out there seeing that we're coming, quickly <laughs> closing their doors. Close up, pretend we're a rug store. <laughs> <laughs> so, 21st yep. of October. 7.30 at night. 7.30 at we night. We thought Monday felt like the right time to do the chicken it, shop thing too because it's a Monday night food. Yeah, it's normally when you're coming home from how do you, school. How do you take the sting out of a Monday <laughs> with herbs? <laughs> Usually with yeah. garlic, chicken, salt, and post volleyball or whatever sort of sport gravy. you're playing, which only exists on Mondays because obviously yeah. the, more the, popular proper, sports. <laughs> the popular sports are reserved for the futsal. better days of the week. Futsal would be a Monday night. I have played both volleyball and futsal on Monday nights. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Busy nights at the same time. No, these are years apart. Yeah, yeah. Seasons. <laughs> Racing like from said, one rec you know, centre to the other, from a church hall to a rec yeah, centre. You're indoor crickets. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your frisbee golf, whatever yeah. you might be coming from. Your electric darts. <laughs> E-darts. That's, that's why we think a Monday night sums up chicken yeah. shops the most. Perfectly. We'll be out there. We'll be out in amongst it. Mm. And we will We will venture. Um, there is, there was, obviously we nominated our local shop, but I think we should venture further afield. No, we'll go further afield. Would we dip into ours quickly? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no so, we won't. We'll, ven- we'll venture a, further afield. Here's a question for Jacko, because we know he gets up early for um, the Krishna Girl <laughs> Breakfast Show. Which oh, he, he does sure it. does. Uh, will you... Will you risk less sleep to come with us on the journey on the 21st? Uh, 7.30, 7.30 to 8.30 awards yeah, what if, I could do. But what if we're hours away? Oh, right. What if we're out of town? Mm. Could I go to my local chip shop? Yeah, we'd, we'd accept that. To yeah. celebrate? Yeah, because they're very good. I actually lost my wallet there last time I went. Yeah. Went back and they had it ready for me to pick up with an elastic band around it. I guess saying... To show tamper proof. To, sh- to show we have not been in here. <laughs> And they sticky taped the edge of it with a hair. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So 21st, black tie, 7.30, Australian I can't Eastern, wait. Uh, Australian I'm going to get a new tux. I'm going to get elastic pants because I had to wear my black suit pants the other week. Yep. Very tight. Yep. I don't know when I bought them, but geez, <laughs> I'm going to get elastic. I'm going to get so, elastic tuxedo. A new tux. We'll get a limo. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Last time I was in a limo, Jack, you remember what happened? Yeah. Oh, we crashed. We had an accident in a limo. Yeah. That's when you and I wore tuxedos to Andy's um, Hollywood right. Walk of Fame <laughs> night at his high school. No, I was just being recognised by the school and you guys rocked up and made an absolute mockery of the whole thing. Oh, well, yeah, uh, we kind of picked up your vibes that you wanted us there. Didn't want you there. Well, anyway. you didn't say you wanted us there because you wanted support. <laughs> and weren't you the coolest boy in school when no one else had friends come in tuxedos? <laughs> <laughs> bleeding from their hands because the guy had a massive accident on the way. Yes, so hopefully you can put aside, so, put aside your post-traumatic stress. Seatbelts on. Yeah, <laughs> on. Yeah, if I've learnt one thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and next week we, I guess, I mean, next week will be five days out from the actual event. Yeah, very exciting. When we launch the pod. So... Any suggestions you have for us? Any further questions, doubtful you know points? Because we're getting so many great entries still. Yeah. Let's change the entries this week. I mean, mm. we'll keep the form up, but just to go, why are you excited to go why to so? your shop? Why yeah. are you excited to go to your chicken shop? What are you going to wear? Mm. How are you going to make the night special for the chicken shop owners? Because that's what this was all about in the first place. Yep. It's about saying to these chicken shop guys, listen, you deliver consistent euphoria to mm. us for eleven ninety five. Mm. It's a bargain. Let us do something for you. Hashtag Chicken Fest 19. Yeah. Because it probably will be this, you know, 20 to 100 years of this type of thing. I, I would know. say this is the start of a 100-year <laughs> tradition. Big time. <laughs> Ando, mm-hmm. from the excitement of what's, uh, what's going to be happening with Chicken Fest yep. to now perhaps a change of gears, I have something. Um, it's a very, very different category, but I, I suppose we're asking the listeners to help us out with Chicken Fest or to... Do something off their own bat. Now it's time for them to get rewarded. Yeah. I, I'd like to bring everyone into a small situation that's probably taken two years to come to a head at my house. As you know, at my home, I have technically a fireplace yes. in that front room. Yeah. But it's very, very small. It's arguably decorative. I mm. mean, it's got a chimney. Have you used it? Once. Okay. And it's a bit of a pain. Okay. It's very small. Yeah. It's really for 
and it's kind of behind the chairs. Yes. It's the, we haven't set the room up to face the fireplace because it's in a corner, yeah. which you don't often see. It's not in the middle of a wall. It's actually at the edge of a room. Mm. I'm not sure what the It's rash- a wood fire as well, isn't it? It's a wood fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's so just it's not, a, it's yeah. a hearth with a chimney. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what the rationale was to put it in. I guess it's just to say yeah. the fireplace. But it's like, you know, we have got to put the chimney up. It goes through our bedroom and a lot of rigmarole in doing yeah. a chimney. Anyway. That's, that was their decision, the people that made the house. We've inherited it. Mm. I think we've liked, I mean, everyone likes the idea of having an open fireplace. Mm. And because of that, we somehow got a box, like a moving box or a, like a Kennard's storage box mm-hmm. full of sticks. Not like much bigger than kindling, but certainly smaller than logs. Very good, yeah. thick, thick sticks. About the thickness, most of them about the thickness of a cricket bat handle. Yeah, okay. Um, right. Very good. Very good sticks. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe they were there decoratively. Maybe they were there when we bought the house yep. and we sort of cleaned them out and put them in this box and they've just been floating around that room for ages. Yes. Zoe goes through a big clean out last week and goes, we are not, let's be honest, we never light the fire. Yes. I said, okay, that is fair. Get rid of these sticks. Chuck mm. them out. So I pick up the box and I'm taking them out to the bins and I just thought, it just feels wrong yeah. to throw out. Sticks, I mean, yeah. we, I mean, Greta f- would kill me. Yeah. Um, we've just had a whole month of climate protest. Yeah. I can't be here throwing away nature in the bin. I know it would biodegrade eventually. Yep. It just didn't feel right to throw out sticks. But what do you do with a box of sticks? Can't take it to the backyard. We just scoop them up again and go get these sticks out of here. Yes. They're too good to throw out. Then are, are they actual? Sorry, I'm just. They're wooden to... sticks. They're sticks from a tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but like they they curve. They you know right. Okay, so they're, they're not they're not manufactured sticks. These are no. from nature, but they're they, a good selection. They of were sticks. branches. They were they would have grown on a tree. <laughs> 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 they would have grown on a tree for sure. <laughs> so, but you're saying. Uh, this size? Or like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's no, not no, a brand. No, 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 that's very big what you did there. That's the <laughs> circumference of a hot cross bun. Yeah. They're this size. Oh, I'm oh, just okay. conscious of the More. camera in front of me and I keep miming <laughs> with sometimes one hand, sometimes two hands, how big this <laughs> stick cricket handle is. Yeah. That size, right? Okay. That's that, the maximum. That's, 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 and then some thinner down to... I think down to the when you, know, you say sticks, I always think twigs. Tw- They're not twigs, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always think it's. I think you're feeling like these are branches at, at times. No, because they are. They do not deviate. They don't branch off into anything. Right. They are one, one, one end to end stick. End to end yeah. one piece of wood, <laughs> yeah. which of course has character yeah. and curves. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cricket stump. It's an exciting journey as the eye traces the curve of right. the stick. They're beautiful sticks. Yeah. And I'd say I've probably got 25 to 30 of them. Mm-hmm. And you see them in the box and you go, if you're in the market for sticks, yep. wowee. That's do, you, a- do you have a fireplace at your house, Jack? I actually do have They're almost too fire. good to burn. Because this is exactly <laughs> where I thought Jack would be jumping and going, I'll have the sticks. In the, with the risk of you trying to charge me in like an hourly rate to have them at my house or something like that. <laughs> hey, Jack, <laughs> the e-tracker I put in my stick tells me it's been in the fireplace for 12 minutes. <laughs> Please, your free trial is over. You'll now be subscri- you'll now be charged a subscription. Yes. And I can use my imagination to picture the kind of you stick. Can you can imagine this stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's I've, the kind of thing you'd, you've done your kindling. Yeah. You're not ready for a big log it's yet. It's the next one on. It's the one in between. And you right. don't have you usually don't have many of them in your no, fire no. wood stack. I don't, I, don't, I don't have them. You actually go, I go yourself, straight from kindling the log. You actually go to yourself, this is a bit of a treat. You know, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Geez, well, that's that. You, you have a lull in your fire. No. 
I actually yeah, don't. No, you will. You, you will. You will. have a lull. You must pick. You must use an intermediary stick, sir. I don't know what they taught you at Scouts, but it wasn't fire making, mate. I'm surprised you got as many badges as you did because that is not the right way to build a fire. So this is an intermediary stick. Yeah, right. And it's probably what's been missing. for an intermediary I might chuck you one for free. And try it out. <laughs> see if you that'd like be, it. That'd be nice. See if you like that'd it. That'd be nice, actually. Well, yeah. I, on, this, mm. on this topic, I'm, I've got this box of sticks. Mm. Um, can't bring myself. They're beautiful. We've covered it off. It's yeah. nature. Yep. They deserve a good home. That's why I want to do this. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we wish you a merry sticks, Smurfs. We wish you a merry sticks, Smurfs. We wish you a merry sticks, Smurfs. And a happy new year. Get your sticks, everyone. So it's a stick. Email us this week. There's a stick giveaway. Tell us what's why you want the stick, hmm. what type of stick you want. Hmm. I'll bring the sticks in next show. We'll Can we get, get some... a photo up? Uh, yeah, we could. I didn't bring them in today. Only because um, I'm struggling, mainly for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a difficult thing to visualise. I'm sure though people with more powerful imaginations can see it. Yeah. Um, and I'll... I'll bring them in next week yep. and we'll go through the entries of what, what sticks, what people want. They might want them as a dog stick. They yep. might want them as a, to oh, make something okay. so out of... Oh, okay, not just fire. Oh, uh, certainly fire is an option. Yeah, but there's but another reason for your sticks. There's many uses for a stick. Yep. Why do you want the stick? Mm-hmm. How many do you want? What's your ideal stick? We can all go through the box here and try and find the Great sticks idea. that meets people's needs. Well, we're like a charity that has been given the funds from a foundation. We've got to work how out how do we appropriate them. Do we them? distribute them now yep. for maximum impact? How do we make yep. sticks must a very, very happy time of the year for everyone. Yep. Sticksmas has always been in October. <laughs> yeah. Sticksmas so, hasn't come early. It's right on time this year. <laughs> it's always been mid-October. And that's where it is again this year. <laughs> hey, another story this week where a whale had beached itself. Oh, no. Yeah. And they, they saved the whale. Oh, so great. it was fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't like... But the pub had no beer. The, <laughs> they built a new pub. <laughs> yeah. um, do you reckon whales are embarrassed when they beach themselves? Is my question I think they'd be flummoxed. If, if you... Putting aside the panic of, am I going to die, yeah. am I not going to die? Putting aside the like, life or death. That, that'd be yeah. a, a problem. Oh, it's a great... Look, it is an interesting philosophical question. Do animals get embarrassed? I often wonder if my cat does <laughs> because he does some... Real dumb stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, he'll just fall off the couch for no reason. reason. And he'll, there's like, there's movements you would associate with embarrassment afterwards, fast moving, yep. kind of pretending ra- it didn't happen. Do you turn around and see if anyone saw? Is that- Not quite that, but it's like when you trip and you run and stuff. And he's, But I was like, but is he just, rec- is that just an animal recovering from a fall mm. or does he truly feel embarrassed? I'd, so- say the, I'd say the same thing. I mean, more than a whale getting beached, you'd, you'd ask the same question of any zebra or gazelle in a pack that gets hit by the line. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, not only are you going to die, but all your mates saw you be the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, that's bad. But I also actually, think before that even the jaws landed on you, I'll tell you what the most embarrassing part of the chase would be: the bit where you realise you're the one they cut <laughs> from the herd. <laughs> yeah. You'd be standing going, "There's a five hundred of us." What are you guys? What are you doing? What are you picking me for? I get that a little bit because everyone's running for their lives. So it's like you'd be once you uh, conversely once you realised if we were all in the pack. So we had a mate named Jeff or whatever. Once you, me, and Jack had all stomped and we looked over and we saw Jeff, we'd piss ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we God, would probably. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. Oh, you knew shit. it was going to be Jeff. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. oh, shit. oh God. Oh, 
<laughs> Poor old Jeff. Well, I shouldn't have pushed him over at the start. <laughs> Jeff, mate, it was always going to be you. You always had that feel about you. So, and, and I think and we'd, that's mean of us. <laughs> that is mean, but I think we'd be so high on adrenaline we'd be forgiven. Yeah, agree. I think... <laughs> I don't think Jeff ever feels embarrassed, though. He would. It. He no, would. Of course but, he would. No, he's getting his head, his head eaten. No, but <laughs> he's before the... Neck be, but once, once his three lionesses around him and they're corralling him... No, and still he's doing that, you be going, <laughs> Here's my point with the whales. It's like... <laughs> oh, don't go that way, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, that was that, that was Jeff trying to outfox yeah. some lions. The whales it's know on, how... Yeah, yeah, that's It's true. on the whale. They know how shallow the water is. They should. They can feel the bottom as they're approaching. You do wonder think. how that happens. And... You know, it's like a teen. It's, to me, it's like a teenage girl that's texting during driving. They are they just are they just not paying attention, and then suddenly they're in too shallow, and they and can't they've really think. made a boo boo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's ma- it's meant to be magnetic, though, isn't it? Something because sometimes they do it in packs, right? They all some, sometimes, like a, you know, you, you'll all. I think is it. Am I right? Think sometimes whales. I don't know. I'm looking at Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Jack who presses the buttons for us and has a degree in marine biology. <laughs> I mean, it is one of the great mysteries of nature, but I think mm. there are sometimes where, where like a whole pod just accidentally gets it wrong. But again, yeah. there would be a leader in the, you know, a, yeah. Je- a Jeff who was in charge of reading the map. <laughs> I, told you, I told you it was a bit early to turn for Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. Like a bit early, a bit of that. Mm-hmm. You, you'd, I guess it's just, it's just a... I just feel like if I was similar to how we were laughing at Jeff, yeah. I'd be... Another whale. It'd be mortified. You'd be... Especially when the news cameras came down. Yeah, but, news oh. cameras came down. And, then and your I'd, fins can't reach your face. And there'd be a you point... You can't even hide your face. And there's a point where all, there's taking heaps of people to kind of push him back in yeah. and he'd get back to the group and there'd be... I mean, I, I know they can't kind of... Oh, they can communicate. A lot of songs. There'd be whole new songs written about... <laughs> written about, you know, oh, watch out. Don't, don't follow Jeff. <laughs> he reckons Antarctica's like 8,000 k's that way. Yeah, there'd be new songs. They, that's that's actually probably the study they should do. Mm. You follow a pod of whales, mm. one tragically gets beached, but it's okay, they get rescued. Yeah. And then what? you see if there's new are songs. Are there mocking songs? <laughs> new songs afterwards. And if there are, much like, like English football champs, yeah. you would have evidence <laughs> that the pod mocks the beaches. <laughs> Chedomir, welcome to the Cheddo. You prefer Cheddo? Yeah, Cheddo's fine. Cheddo, yeah. okay. Welcome. Special skill getting tested. Hey, I only told you about this today. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, Ando. Um, we have got another one of our superhumans in the studio with us. Another X-Man. All woman <laughs> joins us uh, today, the man variant yeah. of the mutant. <laughs> I hear you took off uh, the morning of work to come in to be able to do this. Yeah, um, it- very important appointment, apparently. Okay, good. <laughs> what, 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 what do you do for a job so when they hear this, they'll find out what the appointment was? Uh, I do mostly bar work at Victoria Golf Club. Yeah. Oh, good. There's a bit of everything to do. Well, it's pretty oh, early. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'll peek a bit behind the curtain here and say we're pre-10 a.m., so... Yeah, oh, you'd be amazed. <laughs> I would be. I'm, pri- I'm primed to be amazed because I'm sitting here believing oh. not too many people coming in for a tequila sunrise. <laughs> the most coveted drink. <laughs> I, I, if I know what? my golf... I think I do. We have to do the what same. I pardoned the fourth. Uh-huh. Until sunrise. sunrise yeah. It's tradition. Um, people, <laughs> do, people don't know one of the most prestigious clubs in Australia, yeah, Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. very nice. Yeah. So now I've just found out what your special skill is, and we should jump to that uh, for people that are curious. Hmm. You, you're, it's fell to Andy's side of the fence. I just found out myself this morning. Yep. As written, I'm going to read it out him. As written. As written. We always like him as written because it's Tip. like a contract you've made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Special skill, telling you the exact 
millilitres of liquid in a glass purely from the sound of the pour alone. (laughs) (laughs) It is a huge (laughs) Whenever anyone gets down into millilitres, millimetres, we're very interested with people that can take something to the nearest thousandth. And then... Cheto, obviously, is it your work behind yeah. the bar at Victoria You'd Golf so. Club? Yeah, so, I mean, we were told to pour wines. The only reason I put it down is I got it right once. Yeah. So I thought, can't be that hard to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is often true. So, yeah. <laughs> we, what we, what we, we discover in the studio is often a disconnect between people sitting at home bored one night. I mean, take us into the mind of someone that does fill out the VIP form. Uh, are you actively seeking it out? Or are you on the internet and you've looked at everything else you can think of to look at? Uh, and we're well, the last pick and you go, all right, I'll just do this for fun. I did I, I did want to fill it out, I mean, earlier last year and I thought, oh, geez, some of these questions are ridiculous. I, I don't know what to put down. Yeah. And then, like I said, one day at work, we're meant to pour 150 mils of wine and I poured it yeah. and they're like, that's not 150 mil. I'm like, that's bang on 150 mil. Right. And it was right. Yeah. And I was like, there you go. So this I is thought, my ticket oh, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, it was straight to the computer. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was either going to be UFC fighting yeah. or millimeter, millimeter yeah. guessing. Okay, so, terrific. So well, we're, got, we're glad we've got you. You said purely by the sound of the pool. So yeah. we've got a blindfold for you. Happy yeah. enough with that? Yeah. Now, Chet, I wanted to ask this. Um, the headphones, yeah. obviously, we've mic'd up the pool so everyone yeah. can hear. Would that enhance your ability, or is it going to throw you? To- I've never, I haven't tried it with a microphone. Yeah, yeah, it's so. always been unplugged. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so you've got the option. We can put the blindfold on and put your headphones back on, or you can unplug and bring yourself closer if you like to the glass. Would you like to hear it acoustically, or yeah? I'll, I'll, I can I hear it with the microphone first, and then oh yeah, okay. As, as a practice, yeah. Is yeah, that okay, right? sure, sure. Um, I guess so. I've never done this before. Okay. Uh, pop, oh, you, yeah, if go. it's not all right, that's no, fine. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sportsmanship. no. Don't go for it, Chad. Pop, pop, um, pop the... Uh, yeah. You know what we'll do? Yeah. Pop your uh, blindfold on, as uh, Chad and me is doing right now. And um, what we'll do is we'll pour you one yeah. with, with, uh, with on mic. Okay. And if you you can choose to guess or pass... So that'll be your choice. If you feel like you want it non-mic'd up, All right. you can you can you can then go. I pass, and yeah. we go to an unplugged version. Hamish is about to pour the coming first over, one. Coming over the, with the uh, water. Before now, you get into that, actually, okay. we made an opener oh, for yeah, you, Chad. Oh, yeah, we did guessing water pause, giving us the millimeter guess that he hears too. Okay. Pretty straightforward. That wasn't the pour, that was the sound <laughs> effect. That's, that's, that is SFX. Yeah. <laughs> Here we okay. go. Live for an amplified pour into the glass next to the microphone. Good luck. Sixty mils. Now <laughs> Are we making this your first yeah. attempt of three? Yeah, 100%. We, ha- we, have, we haven't really <laughs> We haven't really discussed. It was three attempts. Three attempts. Two out of three. It's a coin. It's a coin. Ooh, yeah. Oh, baby. Okay. Uh, well, I don't want to burst the bubble. <laughs> uh, that was 100 mils. <laughs> okay. okay. Right, 100 mils. So you're 40 mils in. off. He's dialing uh, in. But uh, Hamish will put that glass aside, yeah. uh, replace it with a new central glass. 
He is just going to fill up his beaker. So if you Andy, hear any pouring Andy right now. was doing that thing where you describe stuff on radio so people know what's happening, <laughs> but he was also telling me how to do it. <laughs> people at home might have thought that we had pre-organised that, but it was Andy definitely going, Andy, you will fill up a central glass, so move it back under the mic. Good boy. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent, telling me that we don't press the accelerator till the clutch is in. Okay, and of course we know to put the clutch on, yes. uh, which he's doing now. Uh, okay, Cheddo, Cheddo. Yep. prepare yeah. to listen to the second pour. Good luck. Hundred and ten mil. <laughs> Okay. okay. Very Hamish, nice. For you... the reveal. Cheddo. Yep. Initially, your first guess was 60. Yep. You were off. Yep. You leapt up 50 mils. Yep. The leap up was correct, but it was from 100 to 150. That was 100. <laughs> <laughs> so it was 50 mils more than last time, but you were using the old calibration. <laughs> So you've guessed the variance spot on, on. to the millimetre. <laughs> yes. You guessed the increase to, yeah. to the millilitre, but you were mm. wrong by a wild margin. Yeah, um, 40 mils. Yeah. A um, huge percentage. Well, let's do one more one for more? luck. Yeah. Um, Remember. Be, because we do have a hall of shame that we're creating. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be worse than the Simpsons. <laughs> no, no, oh, he is, no, no, he's top of the list at the moment. I mean, you'd, you'd basically have to guess you poured nothing <laughs> <laughs> to equal the Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons quote guy. Uh, hey, Chetimir, I must warn you, I have clearly have poured something. <laughs> no, my guess is minus one litre. <laughs> He's equaled the Simpsons guy. Okay, Chetimir, here you go for your third um, attempt. And you want to get quite close to this one to avoid going down in history as the water guy. Mm. Hundred and seventy mil. <laughs> what that quickie is? Yeah, it's good. He doesn't you don't muck around, do you? Uh, hey, hey, pretty. <laughs> not that great. Two hundred. <laughs> but certainly, each guess trended up. You could you could certainly tell that they were longer pours. I wonder how much of a power that is. You can take your bifold off. off now. <laughs> um, Are they attempting uh, to make you leave it on as punishment for the rest of the day? Drive home. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we, um, we, 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 come, we come to what could only be described when you told us you'd only done it once. <laughs> I think we all smelt that this was a possibility that we'd end up out here. of the bottle. There's mm. like a limit of how fast it can pour, ah. so it's different. Yeah, you can gauge it easier. So, out mm. of a jug, I wasn't really sure, but yeah, okay. Uh, well, perhaps okay. we'll so have you back. Like, yeah. <laughs> perhaps <laughs> if we're really scraping stuff into the end, <laughs> this is like at the first Olympics when they just had written down as the event um, jumping a distance, yeah. yeah, and they didn't say if it was high jump, <laughs> long jump, or whatever. And you got there and you saw the sand pit. You yeah. went, no, oh, it's in a the horizontal backyard, thing. In the backyard, my brother holds a broom up <laughs> higher and higher. I've been doing vertical. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you guys have um, to split it up. Cheddo, we would like to give oh, you a token of no value. Thank you. We personally uh, attribute nothing That's to that. That's rubbish to us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's absolute trash. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's, yes, that has no value on it. No but value whatsoever. You are welcome to imbibe it with your own sentimental value. No worries, I will. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention this to you. Uh, <laughs> 
thing that happened when I was in the States a few weeks ago. The AFL Grand Final was on. Yep. Really wanted to watch it. Very difficult to find venues in when you're overseas. Yeah. To watch Australian sports, it is tough. Um, to them, it's nothing. Yeah, the grand final. No, it doesn't register. It'd be like us trying to watch the college lacrosse grand final. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There'll be one or two pubs that do it. Someone will be find them. Someone will be into it, but it's definitely a niche. <laughs> so I did a lot of ringing around and found a place. Great, right? And I booked it. Fifteen people, great tellies, etc. And they said there's a college football game in the afternoon, but that'll finish at eight. Your game starts at nine thirty. It'll be fine. So I thought, that's great. And then it got to the point where on the day, one of my mates says, hey, is the sound going to be on? Because we want to make sure we're watching the game with the sound on. That's a good point. So Because, yeah, if it's a sports bar and there's 50 screens. Exactly. So I'm ringing the venue and they didn't pick up. Yeah. And so I sent an email to them to say, I'm really sorry. A couple of my mates have panicked. Yeah. They really need to know if the sound's on. If the sound's not on, we're probably going to have to cancel yeah. a reservation. Yeah. Got to two hours before the match. Oh. I sent another email and said, and a couple of mates panicked and went, we're going, we're going elsewhere. We're gonna, we, we, yeah. we can't risk it. And I was like, okay. We're getting a VPN. I, I respect that. <laughs> and so we booked another place. Get an email back with an hour before the match from the venue that says, hey, Andy, yep, no problem. So I just got this. The sound's completely on. It's going to be fine. And I had to write back, I'm sorry, there's already been a breakaway group. Right. We, we, I'm going to have to cancel the reservation. All, all, we've told everybody else to go to this other place and we're already there. Yeah. Anyway. So you could see Paul Kelly. I got, I, got, yeah. <laughs> I got an email back from going, no worries, completely understand. If you change your mind, the it's all set up and the sound's definitely on. That's nice of him. Right. So I showed Beck this, text, this email from him and she went, oh, we should send them some flowers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. I said, I laughed and went, I don't think we need to send the pub we just cancelled watching the footy at Flowers. She goes, we should do something. And I said, I don't think we need to do anything. Well, a gesture is nice. I thought this story was going to go down the path of them going, we have, we've got to charge you a little bit. And no. you're going, yeah, well, I never left a credit card, so good luck finding me. Yeah. I mean, there is an argument to be made where they're like, well, we kept an area aside, which we now can't sell. But I said to him, it's cancelled, you can. No, no, but like, you know, they might have rejected other bookings that would come in because, no, no, we've kept this booth aside or whatever. So there's some argument for compensation. Flowers is a very interesting call (laughs) for a pub. I mean, you can't send them a slab because they're a pub. (laughs) Exactly. A a massage? Should we ring a pub? A book voucher or something? <laughs> or like an iTunes voucher? Should we ring a pub and see what they would like? If someone was you to make ring. amends <laughs> for a reservation cancel. I mean, any pub would follow the same rules. Because, like, time difference-wise, everyone would be asleep in America. Can yeah. we call an Australian pub and go... No, I think if we could call an American one right you now... We call an American pub, it, yeah. It'd probably, it, it's, yeah, it'd be probably at 9 o'clock at night there. Okay, so they'd be busy. So, <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Jacko, Just say, you got one. Yeah, and then all I'm, right. Here's well. Why don't we make just it, go any anywhere in LA? Why don't, we make, it, why don't yeah. we make it simple for them? What's better than flowers? Like, would you, would the flowers have been a good? Would you have? Would you have liked? I think it, no one's going to say no. We hate flowers, but let's like. I actually think. What about? With, would you have liked to receive? Would it have been weird to receive yeah. flowers? I think that's how much would she have spent on flowers? I think it would have been eighty bucks. Yeah. Right. So or, would, I reckon. Would it have been weird to receive flowers from a cancellation? That's the first question. 
Yep. And then what would you have preferred? Here's what I would have argued is a nicer thing to send. Okay. Four $20 iTunes gift cards. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> would you have preferred? Which of those would you have preferred? Right, right. Uh, right. Thank you for padding if you were padding. I have found the goal <laughs> on West 3rd Street. Okay. okay. Great place. Thank you for calling Gold Sports Cafe. Oh, hi there. Who's speaking? Uh, this is John. Hey, John. John. It's uh, Hamish and Andy here. We do a podcast in Australia. John, we've just got a very simple question. We wonder if we could uh, get your help on something. Yeah, what's up? If a customer booked a booth, uh, let's say for 10 to 15 people, and then they cancelled with an hour to go before coming to, to watch the game, would it be weird for that customer to send you guys at the venue a bunch of flowers to say sorry for cancelling the booking? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, I've never had that happen. That'd be pretty awesome. You'd be awesome. Okay. That'd be weird. Question, question. I get a good kick out of it. Okay. Would you prefer, because flowers is a hard one for a sports bar, because do you put them on the bar? <laughs> does, one, does one staff member take them home? It would be hard to divvy them up. Would you prefer an $80 bunch of flowers or an four $20 iTunes gift cards? Hmm. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, four $20 iTunes gift cards would be pretty nice. I'd hand them out to the staff. and Yeah, easy and to split up. Buy some movies. Yeah, it'd be nice. Okay, so you're saying if we're in a circumstance again where we accidentally, you know, cancel a booth uh, in a popular sports bar an hour before the game, the vouchers is better than flowers. I mean, I still think the flowers are kind of nice because I'd probably put them on display and then, like, when people come in and they're like, what's with the flowers? They could be like, oh, you know, these guys... These guys cancelled their booth, but they were nice enough to send us flowers. It might, I don't know, it spreads a message of like, yeah, right. don't be an asshole, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flowers, flowers is a good move. Okay. Thank you, John. Flowers we won't, take, is... them. We won't take up any more of your time. Thank you so much for taking the call. Thank you, no buddy. No problem, guys. Have fun. Thanks, mate. Bye. Cheers. Hey, um, let's definitely send him flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on our podcast. <laughs> hey, to round out the show, obviously a triumphant show where we have announced that uh, Chicken Fest will be on the 21st of October, 7.30pm <laughs> Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Um, we've got a few other things to clear up. One, I, I got a text message from Adam Spencer. Uh, Spencer. Great, great, great comedian back at Adam and Will Days of Triple J. He said, what about Tame and Poultry? Which I thought... <laughs> Oh, gee, that's <laughs> I thought, as our band. Yeah, as our band. I, I know we've gone away from bands, but he said if you're looking local, we'd gone birds, rotisserie birds of Tokyo. Yep. Uh, obviously, peaking chook, taming poultry. I thought was wasn't a bad. One. It wasn't a bad one, but if I can nitpick, yeah. the impala is the animal, <laughs> not the parlor. Yeah, I know, but it's more just the play on words I, I, I liked. He also Impala, said, Dick, if you're going, Jack, where do you we, stand We've this? done way worse puns than that <laughs> no, on the show. We have, we have. But if we're booking we've probably the, done some today. If we're booking the band, <laughs> if we're booking the band, I couldn't confidently sell it in. <laughs> yeah, but they would be the biggest of those three bands. Huge. That's why I'm nervous. <laughs> I mean, Spence, love your books. Love his books. Yeah. But I don't know. He also said, if you're going international uh, Dixie Chicks, that's better. Don't have to change it. Yeah, that's way better. <laughs> Start with that. 
<laughs> anyway, Haim, there was an important issue that came to uh, to a head. Yeah. I think it was a Toowoomba-based uh, uh, store called Super Rooster. Now, we they are still uh, a real – they're a legal grey area. For people that were that, that aren't across this or need a quick refresher, mm. I believe we have the audio from the show where we brought it up. Super Rooster. Uh, in yes, Toowoomba. I've had Super Rooster come up. I said, listen, I know, guys, I heard the show. I know you have said no chains. And yes, technically they have three locations, but that is only because people demanded greater access to their chicken and more specifically <laughs> their chips and gravy. The owner is so hung up on quality of their product, he refuses to franchise. Yeah. In fact, his unwillingness to franchise led to a rift between him and one of his chefs. The other chef started his own chicken shop with the exact same recipe and menu. This led to the two and chicken shop wars of the early 2000s. Wow. Which is a real thing. Anyway, it's such an institution that when they got FPOS, it made the paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of store we're talking with. Yeah. Now, because we're southern boys mm. uh, down in Victoria, we weren't, we're not as exposed to the phenomenon of Super Rooster as obviously... Our Queensland uh, mm. podcasters are. Yep. It's a. This has been a real hot potato, yeah. the, nay, a hot sliver of potato. Yeah. As we, we try and, on it. as we try and figure this one out, what so, is the difference we say between a franchise yep. and a chain three, a chain of three restaurants owned by the same person? And are you proposed that it came down to management? That's yes. where it, that's. This is like kind of like a. Really interesting piece of constitutional law or yes, something. Exactly. Did we in fact mean franchise when we said chain? <laughs> Who knows? Can't get inside the founding fathers' head. Yes, but maybe that's what the founding fathers meant when they were laying down the rules. You said, for you, it's management. Mm. If the owner mm. of Super Rooster, and if it is one owner, yeah. if he visits all three locations once per week, <laughs> that shows enough care yeah. that he is still he or she is still heavily. But I think it is a he heavily involved in the running of those locations and they mm. have not been franchised out and forgotten about and mm. the quality remains high. I think then you went on to say, and I, this is the quote we should put on a calendar, but I can't remember exactly. We'll go back and find it. But you were saying, yes, what is the difference? Yeah. It's it's not necessarily just having one store with a bigger floor space. Yeah. It's still one store with three different counters. That's right. <laughs> Three different rooms. Let's just say you're a family. Yeah. Now, you can all live under the one roof, yeah. but if the brothers, the sisters, they split up and they spread in the same city, ha- ha- yeah. have they left the family? A bungalow. <laughs> could it be? <laughs> I mean, we Are could, they living in a bungalow? Is it the same house? We could ask these philosophical, <laughs> metaphorical questions all day, but instead, yep. Sarah, our super producer, has yes. got Chris, who we believe is the owner of Super Rooster, on the phone. Chris, ahoy to you, sir. Boys, how are you? Yeah, Very good. Well. Now, first things first, Chris, are you the owner of Super Rooster? I am, yes, Dad. Congratulations. So. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I, we've heard about you. We haven't heard about the, the competitor during the wars. Yeah, I do you take want to talk about the chicken wars? Yeah, I heard that. Oh, so I'm going to talk about it, but it's not a story to tell. But, you know, it, it was exciting at the time. Yep. <clears throat> but, um, no, but, yeah, it's just us. Oh, are you the lone rooster standing? Yeah, not a franchise. We okay. are the only cock in the cock house. Well, oh okay, okay, okay. So you won the wars by the sounds of things. <laughs> and and history, is, history is written by the winners. <laughs> Let, Chris, here's, here's, the, here's the big question. Yeah. You've got three stores currently? Yes. How often do you visit each store per week? Oh, per week? Mm. Well, at least each store every day. Oh! So, yeah. <laughs> Once a day to every store? 
and sometimes twice, depending if there's anything to go and do. What so, are you? Yeah, oh, no, I mean, first day. of all, yeah. yeah, this is huge, and I dare say yep. you have qualified to <laughs> be a one-off chicken <laughs> shop yeah. that exists at three <laughs> locations. So <laughs> yes. that is huge. Oh, Congratulations, Chris. You are eligible for the whole lot of chickens. Golden Chook yeah. Award. Um, oh, so excited. Uh, Chris, why won't you franchise? <laughs> um, I don't know. Just exactly what the caller said back, yeah. you know, when we when I first heard Flash got 20,000 emails from my friends and family saying, mm. you need to listen to Hamish and Andy. And, um, yeah, just because we want to keep quality and mm. we're literally like a small family business. It's dad and I and Tick. then soon to be no dad next year, so we're kicking him off the screen. And, um, right. yeah, so it's we fine. just want to keep quality and we want to be a local family business. The, so. ba- the baby chicken has grown yeah. up yeah. to all the roost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Chris, is there a super rooster mascot outfit? There is. His name's Louis and he's a rooster. Have you ever worn it? Um, I have not. We do not physically. I spoke to somebody this morning and they said we've got to make a mas- mascot outfit. So oh, we know anyone oh, oh you've never worn the outfit. Right, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, that's no, really the mark of a true owner. They don't have an outfit. Yeah, I don't they don't have one. They've, they've got a small, I, I suppose, a smaller stuffed toy or is it a just a, in a graphic form, Louis? It's a graphic form, yep. so he's everywhere, yep. all in the shop. Why Louis, Chris? Um, that was Dad's best friend when he was a kid. So <laughs> when Dad designed it back in the early 80s. That's small business of you for sure. Got him, got him a beauty. I've done something special for the shop for you. Oh, my God, am I getting 10%? No. No. But I have named a chicken after you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Chris, when you said you mentioned, uh, you said you visit each location three times a day. Uh, oh, sorry, yep. once a day, three locations once a day. at yep, least yep. once. What sort of stuff are you doing when you pop in? Are you checking chicken levels, salt levels? Um, are you looking at the tidiness of the venue? Talking to yeah, staff? Yeah, everything. Mm. Well, I'm currently at a store right now, and I my phone was ringing just then, and I had to tell a customer that I need to go and take this for a very important phone call. Mm, but you're so, coming back. Serving customers. On Always. the fires, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, no, I'm there every day. So. You use the phrase then, out of store. Is that a common phrase in your day? Like, are you, do you break up your day in terms of in-store, out-of-store moments? Um, look, I do have to say there are a few coffee shops in between the three stores, so they might see me once or twice a day. But, right. Helping um, local business. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. Please don't go to a franchise. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> no, we won't. No, hey, Steve well clear of Gloria Jeans. Um, <laughs> Chris, uh, I mean, maybe we do one-off coffee shops next year. I don't know. Yeah, Chris, I think there's going to be a big pool. This, uh, what we're trying to do here to recognise one-off chicken stores in Australia and globally, um, has it sent ripples through the one-off chicken shop community and is everyone very excited? Look, there's chatter. I have to say there is definitely chatter. Great. Yeah, really good. Well, we look forward to many people in the Toowoomba area dressing up in ball gown or black tie and getting to one of your stores, if it's in fact their favourite, Yes, on the 21st <laughs> if, of October. If you get someone walking through the door, a customer in black tie and uh, black tie wear, mm. you will be yep. registered and you will receive a trophy for yep. being one of Australia's greatest chicken stores. Oh, my God, guys. Can't wait. Thank Thanks you so much. Thank you, you very much. See you at Chicken Fest. What an honour. See you, Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Gotta get back in store. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.